Beloved, God wants you to grow in the truth of the reality of His Son, Jesus Christ, and have experience of Him as you co-share in His life. Bread and Honey Teaching Series focuses on that which is written, about the life of Jesus while He walked on earth from the four Gospels. The purpose is to cause every follower of the Lord Jesus grow in the knowledge of the person of the Lord Jesus. This teaching is coming to you by Chumdi Ohahuna Ministry International. Jesus is Lord. Listen now. To Jesus, some of the times some Christians wonder why you know they have to really spend time on the Word of God when it looks like some of us are just living their lives and they're not giving their all to the Word of God, and yet in quotes they are succeeding. But I want you to understand something that um, the Word pays you have to do will determine your longevity in this life and in this Christian work. The world beats you absolutely. You can be a negative in this Christian world. Um, I, I was talking with somebody that we just began to talk about, you know, phones, and um, I asked him a question. I said, Is um, Blackberry still in operation? Say, Yes, there's still Blackberry. I said, Let's use keepers or they use touch. He said, They use both keepers and touch. I said, So what's happening to Blackberry? He was like, Man, um, all that, the Androids have killed <laughs> some of our business. Right? And I said, Okay, he now brought up the idea of the Nokia thing. But like, okay, what about the Nokia? I said, man, that's just like Nokia. And he said, Nokia was a household name. They were the producers of food. I said, what really happened to Nokia? He said, when they used Windows. That was their downfall. And, um, and he said, today, you see that even the everyday Android phone is in more demand than Nokia. Actually, they, 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 they tried to change their their operations to Android, but before they woke up to that, the other producers had maximizing and taking the lead. Now, this just leaves, and he says, and he said, that is life. That is life. This makes us understand that it's not about starting and, let me say, seemingly succeeding. It's about sustaining success. Then he said, it's said that God is a light unto my feet and a light lamp onto my path. For you to keep on walking the path of success, you need the one to keep lighting your feet yes. and lamp, be a lamp to your path. Because you can start off and you will be the household name, but if the word of God does not continuously lead your path, you cannot outlive time. And I make us understand something that far beyond us succeeding now is that we have to outlive time. We have to create a legacy as children of God. One of the problems that um, a lot of Christians have is that they have no legacies. And so we discover that even their seemingly success cannot even outlive, cannot even leave them. Let it go what? Outlive them. The purpose of the word of God is to give us a life that is enduring and give us a success that will end up as a legacy. That's the purpose of the word. So it's not about having the millions and billions or whatever. It's about having a, 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 a success in life that will become what? a legacy. As we pray, I just remember when somebody said to me, one of um, 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 the, 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 the quotes I um, put up on my story on Facebook, and the person told me, they said something, you are on commons. And I was like, if they actually know what I'm going through, <laughs> they wouldn't be telling me these words. But it's amazing that in this, they are still seeing and saying you are uncommon. And you know what I'm saying? 
That's what the word of God can do for us. So we must keep giving ourselves to the world. Even when it looks like we are not seeing the manifestation, we must keep soaking in the word because when it begins to manifest, that time people will be trying to implement the word. But by that time, you are already in reading what the living world. You have begun to live it so much that it becomes a part of you. That you're not trying to be when people are trying to implement the things they have learned. You have so implemented it that it has become a part of you. Amen. And you know something? Yes. And so it's, it's no longer an issue for you to see the success that the word of God brings. Amen. Right, so we understanding Jesus, the words of Jesus, and then we are in um, the second verse that Jesus said, which was the temptation that uh, the, in the book of Matthew, when the devil came to came to tempt him, and he said, turn stones to bread. And Jesus told the devil, he said, I'm not shall if I bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the hand of the mouth of God. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Alright, so so um, we understood, we began to ask the question, why did the devil tell Jesus to turn stone to bread? Why not why did he tell him to tell God to rain down manna from heaven? Because the operations of the Father in the wilderness was that he rained manna from heaven. They were rocks around him. He should have torn all the rocks to go to big bread. And the children of Israel would have started eating the bread. But the, the Father did not do that. He told them, he told the rock that he, he rained down manna from heaven. And the devil knew that operation. Yet he told Jesus to turn stone to bread. He told him to do what the Father did not do. And so Jesus understood the great plan of the devil and he did fall for it. Amen to Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord forevermore. Okay, and now um, we, 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 we understood um, that last week. And today we're going to be understanding why the devil also told Jesus to turn stone to bread. Another reason why. Now, the second reason is that the devil has always sought to have God's glory. The devil has always done what? Sought to have God's glory. And now this is the torsion. This was the torsion. And this remains the torsion. Even in our lives as Christians, this is the torsion. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is the torsion. The devil wants to take the glory. And it's a very slippery situation. Now, when the devil seeks to take the glory, it's not always a seemingly bad thing. Turning to stone to bread is not a bad thing. Is he a bad thing? No. After all, Jesus was hungry and he needed to eat. So eating at that point in time, after the fasting, was not a sin. So most of the times, as we say, when we think about the, 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 the temptation of the devil, the first thing we think about is sin. And we understood in our previous lessons that when it is not a basic and major pressing necessity, it's not a temptation, it's actually a distraction. Amen to Jesus. And that makes us understand that most the real temptations are not bad things, but they are what? Good things. Good things. The real temptations are good things. What you call temptations actually were good things. What the devil did to him, he didn't actually tempt her. He beguiled her. He deceived her. It was a distraction they gave to her. I you not say Real temptations are with the good things, the good things, the right things, the seemingly good things. Praise the Lord forevermore. And so, since the devil's plan has always been to have God's glory, he tempts us with the good things. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because it's all about a glory search. It's all about a glory desire. Amen to Jesus. Look at Isaiah chapter 14, verse 12 to 14. This is Lucifer speaking here. He says, How are thou falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou come down to the ground, which is wicked the nations? For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will sit also upon the mount of the 
congregation in the sides of the Lord, and we ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the most high. I will be like the most high. Holy Spirit, grant us revelation into your world in the name of Jesus. Now, if you look at these um, verses of scripture, these three verses of scripture, you discover that Lucifer cannot say, I will, I will, I will, I will. Let's count the number of I will. I will ascend, number one. I will exalt my throne, number two. I will ascend above the heights of the cloud, number three. I will be like the most high, number four. So in three verses, he has four I wills. That means he has more than an excess of I will for the number of verses. Are you understand what I'm saying? That makes us understand the extent to which Lucifer was so possessed and obsessed by himself. Now, when the world is obsessed by himself, it becomes a serious issue. Praise God. Lucifer was so obsessed by himself. Now, when, 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 when you become your obsession, when you become your reason for living there, there is a problem. Because when, it, when you become the, the, the purpose of your life, then you really don't have a purpose for life. The rich food was an example. Okay, now I will break down my old balance and I will build a new balance and then I will say to my soul, relax. You see, the same, the same I will that Lucifer used was what he used. And because his purpose for living was himself, he actually ended up as a man without purpose for living. I you get what I'm saying? God told him, say, tonight I will require your soul. Why? Because your soul, your soul is a waste for death. It's a waste for death. When I will become the center of a man's life, God's glory becomes the, 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 the major issue there. Now, let's understand something about this particular scripture. First thing we must understand is that Lucifer did not want to be the most high. He didn't want to be the most high. Now, every time I read this scripture, I always look at saying Lucifer, he wanted to be the most high. He wanted to be God. No, he didn't want to be the most high. He wanted to be like the most high. Like. See, Lucifer always had a problem with sin. Person. He has always kept his word as a low self-esteem. Bible says like a roaring lion. So he never is never comfortable with himself. He always wants to be like something else. Unknown to him that he was the best of, of heaven's creations. Made out of precious stones. Yet he never had himself as an opposition point. He always wanted to be like. He's like the warrior lion, seeking for who to be for. He wanted to be like the most high. Now, if you look at people who always want to be like somebody, you discover that they have a problem. And that problem is that they are never confident in what God has given them and in themselves. Are we together? Praise God for So he wanted to be like the most high. The word like is from the Hebrew word Dama. And Dama means to be like. Means to resemble, it means to like him, it means to compare. Now, this means that Lucifer wanted to be number one, like the most high. Number two, Lucifer wanted to resemble the most high. Number three, Lucifer wanted to be compared with the most high. Are you getting what I'm saying? He was not comfortable, he was not satisfied being himself. None of the cherubims and seraphims wanted to be like the most high. Are you getting what I'm saying? But Lucifer is the only one who wanted to be like, resemble, and what be compared with the most high. And that's why till today he still keeps posing like. 
when he wanted to tell me, he came what? Lion. <laughs> Today, he's like what? A worried lion. So he doesn't, he started his life being like somebody else, problem from heaven, and it continued following him till eternity. He's never confident in being himself. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so we discovered that he, the word like there means that Lucifer wanted to resemble the Mozart, he wanted to be likened to the Mozart, and he wanted to be compared to the Mozart. From the desire of Lucifer, we understand that in all his beauty, he was not created like the Mozart. Are you understanding? Because, number one, you try to be some, you try to be like something that you actually are not. Are you getting me? Your first point is that you always try to be like something or somebody that you are not. And number two, you try to be like somebody that you feel is better than you. Number three, you try to be like somebody that you feel that his, his, his own life is, is so good and your life is so bad. Are you getting me? Praise God. Alright, so it means that he was not created like the most high. He was not created to resemble the most high. He was not created to be liking to the most high. And he was not created to be compared to the most high. Are you understand? In all his beauty, in all his beauty, he was not created like the most high. He was not created to resemble the most high. He was not created to be liking to the most high. And he was not created to be compared to the most high. In all his beauty, this is a serious because as beautiful as he was, if he was not any of this, then it means that the most high is beyond the word beautiful. That's how we see the word, you are beautiful beyond the scripture. And you know what I'm saying? It's beyond how, it's beyond magnificence. And Lucifer looked at that and wanted to be like it. Now due to this, he was not content with the way he was created. And lack of contentment made him seek to be like the Most High. Now, this is one thing we must understand: that the Most High created every creature for His pleasure. Say, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are all that were created. It means that everything He created was giving Him pleasure, which includes Lucifer. As long as it gives God pleasure, the purpose of creation is not what was created, but what the, what the, the, the function of the creation to, to the creator. I do not say the purpose of creation is not actually what was created, but the function of the creature to the creation. Now, you may not, you, you may say this thing was created like this and it's not looking good, but what is the purpose? So long as it gives the creator pleasure, then the creature is beautiful. That's the bottom line. So, let me see this one. It is not a creature that determines whether it or he, he or it or she is beautiful or not. It is the creator that determines that. It is the purpose for its creation that determines its beauty. So that is why
put it this way. It is purpose that determines creation. Not creation determining purpose. So when we have a society where people are wanting to make creation determine purpose, you not give it to what you call babies. So they not determine what they are. That, that's, that is spiritual psychological imbalance. Why? Because it is purpose that determines nature. Before that baby come generate before I form the you. Before that came out of the population. Before that baby was formed in the mother's womb, the creator had a purpose for that baby. And it is because of the purpose of that baby, that's why the creator gave that baby his sex. The purpose was not known, there would have been no baby in the first place. So because there is a purpose, that's why the baby came in. And so you cannot make creation determine the purpose. You cannot make beauty determine the purpose. Actually, purpose determines creation. And purpose determines beauty. That's my focus of today's teaching. But let me just say that and go because these are the issues that Lucy had. And he's still, having, he's still passing that psychological imbalance to many people today. That psychological problem is still passing it across. And we begin to wonder what is happening. No, it's a Luciferic psychological imbalance. <laughs> Praise God. Alright. Lucifer was just, was just content being like the Mosai because the Mosai was the highest he saw. And that height, nothing less or nothing more, was his desire. So he was not content being Lucifer. He was just content being the Mosai. Why? Because he, the Mosai is the highest he saw. Not a bad desire. He wanted to be the highest. Because he saw the highest. Now that's why some of the times we must be able to know that our ambitions, when they are thrown out of lack of contentment, they become destruction. Yes. Ambition is not good. But when the root of ambition is lack of contentment, when the root of ambition is lack of purpose, it leads to destruction. That's why the Bible says, Godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. So when you are ambitious, but if you check the root of your ambition, it has nothing to do with your purpose. You are just ambitious for something that is outside your purpose. Then there is a problem somewhere. It will end you in destruction. Lucifer had a good ambition. Let me look at it. He wanted to be like the most high. Why? Because the most high was the highest. Everybody wants to be the highest. Is that not so? But that ambition was better by what? Lack of contentment. Lack of no, no understanding of purpose. The most high was not meant to be the music leader. It was Lucifer was meant to be the music leader. So how can we, when you have been given a beautiful position, why do you want to drop it for another position? And you get what I'm saying? So he did not want to be higher than the most high. Watch his favorite. He didn't want to be higher than the most high. Because he was actually the one than the most high. But now, he just wanted to be the most high. He didn't want to be higher than the most high. He didn't want to be lower than the most high. Just wanted to be the most high. To share space. And at the end of the day, he became what? The most low. The most low. And we all know that there can be, it's not possible for there to be two captains in a boat. So how can you say you want to be like this? So what he was saying, if, if you look at what he said here, he said, this guy was funny. Uh, he says, for that was said in thy heart, and we are sending to heaven. And we exalt my throne above the stars of God. You see that? And we sit also upon the mount of the congregation, in the sides of the Lord. It is believed that heaven is in 
the north. So he said, I will sit on, upon the what? The mountain of in the sides of the north. So that means where the is located at the north. If you look for the last side in the north there, you can't see that there. So even the most side will not be in dragging position. So we have most high, most high, not north, most high, not south. Most high one, most high two. You see, that was where this confusion began. But if only understood that there can be no two parties in a ship, he should have looked for another thing to think of. But since he didn't understand that, it became his it became his what? His greatest undoing. Although being like the most high was not a bad desire, but the challenge with Lucifer's desire was that number one, it was created out of lack of contentment. And lack of contentment is great loss. Why? Because godliness with contentment is great thing. But when the Lord said something, he said, let me look for it. I put it in my Bible. It's the first few pages of the Bible. Okay, okay. It says, you are not getting your desired goal because you are not content with where you are presently. Life without contentment is a tragedy. That's what you must say. Life without contentment is a tragedy. Since you are not getting your desired goal because you are not content with where you are presently. I put it down years ago. Sometimes people look at us and wonder what kind of family is this one. They are not doing their thing and they are not. But see, life without commitment is a tragedy. I cannot be emotional because I'm trying to be like. It's a tragedy. Because lack of contentment results in what? Great loss. It's only godliness with contentment that results in what? Great gain. Number two. His desire was better out of selfishness, arrogance, and pride. He kept saying, I will. I will. I will. In four verses, I will appear. In three verses, I will appear for the new verse. He the verses. And you know the Bible says pride because before he fall. So he was rehearsing his fall by his pride. So a good desire. See, some of the times, some of us have good desires, good ambitions, but the question is, what is better than ambition? If it is self, if it is pride, if it is arrogance, I tell you the truth, no matter how beautiful that idea, that ambition, that vision looks, it will end you in destruction. It will end you in a fall. And number three, his desire was better out of self-comparison, which is foolishness. Bible says, comparing themselves with themselves, they are not ones. He began to compare himself with his creator. He really had gods. I you not saying He had gods. So you see, there has been a psychological issue. And I don't know how he got a psychological problem. I don't know where he got it. I don't know where he got it. But I believe he must have, he must have done some things wrong to himself that have made him start going through those psychological issues. He began to compare himself. Comparing himself is one of the greatest disasters anybody can have in life. Because over my years in God, there's something my biological father always says. He says, I don't have a mate in life. It's not like he doesn't really have a mate in life, but he has told himself. <laughs> he programmed his mind from years ago backwards. I don't have a mate in life. From years ago, he kept on telling himself, I don't have a mate in life. I don't, we didn't understand it then. Now I understand it. He kept saying, I don't have a mate in life. 
Like, like somebody said, he said, when Jesus was born, children from the age of two down, I was just saying that, children from the age of two down in this locality were killed. That means Jesus grew to have no friends, no age group. That's why you're going to be there as elders. God allowed it so, because he was there to understand that he doesn't have a mate in life. One of the reasons I've been born to realize that I need to see what my mate is, is what my mate is in. I don't have a mate in life. But at the end of the day, I tell myself I don't have a life. Because my impact is determined by my purpose. And my process also is determined by my purpose. So it's because of my purpose that I'm going through my process, and it's because of my impact I'm going through what I'm going through. So when you compare yourself with somebody that his purpose is even from yours, and his impact is even from yours, then you begin to have problems in life. After Lucifer failed in his pursuit, God made Adam to be all that Lucifer desired to be, as seen in Genesis 1 verse 26 and 27. You see, Lucifer failed his pursuit, and God at the end of the day, okay, Lucifer has failed, he made Adam to be all that Lucifer wanted to be. Adam, Adam was Lucifer's desire. Adam was Lucifer's, let me the word, vision. And God gave it to Adam of free, while Lucifer was trying to pray for it. Genesis 1 verse 26 to 27 months, and God said, Let us make my own image and likeness. Let him have control over the speech of the silver, the farm of the air, and over the castle, and over all the earth, and over every creature that prepared upon the face of the earth. So God created man his own image. He made the God created in him. Male and female created in there. This act of God made Lucifer jealous of man. So he sought to take all of this from man and be above man. The devil began things by beginning in the garden of Eden, where he succeeded and made same attempt on Jesus. You see, the issue here was that God gave to Adam what the world Lucifer was praying for. His vision, his ambition, his whole desire, you know, you know, Lucifer was created to be an angel, an angel that was second to Lord beauty and you know beauty specification, and then he was the, uh, in charge of the music in heaven. His purpose was to radiate beauty and to release music. But he taught his purpose as an pursuing and He was not created. See, before Lucifer fell, God had a plan already to make man his image and likeness. Not any of the heavenly beings, but they were unique for their own purpose. This God unique for his own purpose, but he taught his purpose and started chasing what God had already destined for another creation. I know something. Now, God has destined for a creature to look like him, to be resemblance, to be compared with him, to be liking with him, and that creature is man. It was not Lucifer's purpose. So, Lucifer started looking for what God had already planned to do for that person. It's just so funny. When you know you already planned something for somebody, or plans to do something, and somebody that wants to make, make get that thing from you, you plan to give somebody this, and I want to give him this money, and then another person comes and says, give me that money. How, how do you feel? Are you okay? And that's what Lucifer was doing. His purpose was beautiful enough for him. His purpose was great enough for him. His purpose was what fit him. He didn't need to be like God to fulfill 
resemblance of, of, of the Mozart to fulfill his purpose. It, it, it needs to be likened to the Mozart, to be compared to the Mozart, to fulfill his purpose. Now, whenever you need to fulfill your purpose, that's what God creates you for. Anything you don't need to fulfill your purpose is not necessary, and God does not put it in you. The Lucifer did not need any of these things to fulfill his purpose. And so, if God did not give it to him, it was for his best interest. And you cannot say, anything God does not give to you is for your best interest. And anything God gives to you is also for your own best interest. Why? Because he is the creator and he knows what will help you fulfill your purpose the most. And this brings us to the, to, to the question of even spouses. Some people give a long list of words to check out for your spouse, and this and that and that and that. And over the years, I've come to understand that not just only in spouses, but in everything in life, for you to make a choice, you must first think purpose. Purpose. I may not like this person, but will this person help me fulfill my purpose? If the person will help me fulfill my purpose, then I will accept the person and work with the person. You know what I'm saying? And they say, it's not only in marriage, also in every facet of life. You see, a lot of people, they work out from relationships that would have taken them to their next level. Why? Because they say, I don't like the way the man talks. I don't like the way the woman looks. I don't like the way the woman behaves. I don't like the way the man talks. I don't like the way that you walk away from the relationship and your purpose is dashed on the floor. Why? Because you were working based on sentiments, not based on what vision. Vision makes you remove sentiments and focus on what? On purpose. <laughs> That's why I like the woman in business. You can insult him, you won't mind. But is that what your pocket is going for? Do all what you say, he won't mind. He will reduce his price. Is that what he's When he has collected the money in your pocket, then the next day you come and you want to talk, he shows you the way out of his, of his, of his shop. Why? Because he knows what brought him to the... You see that one day they will shout, one day they will not be laughing. Why? Because he knows what made him leave his house and come to his shop. Are you getting what I'm saying? Most of the time, we as individuals, as Christians, we don't even know why we are here. We don't know why. I remember somebody met me once and he was talking with me, he was a taxi driver, and he was talking with me, and I was preaching to him, another preacher, he said, see, let me ask you a question, Pastor. Is it, is it good for, you know, when you are attending a church, and then you now need uh, support from the church, you need uh, uh, assistance from the church, and the church does not assist you. Is it good for you to leave church? I tell you, why are you going to church in this place? Are you going to church to serve God or to, to look for assistance? It's your purpose that will determine. And I said, what if to, you, you, you left the church, that denomination because of assistance, and that is where God has put your destiny? And you left it on that place, and then you start parabolating up and down, and then you never fulfill destiny. And I said, okay, God forbid, you leave the church because they didn't give you assistance. But the man of God that you left his company carries a grace that will work for you in another three years. And then you get to that, that period, that space in your life, and you leave that grace to work for you. And when you look around, it's that that grace, nobody, even the place where you're praying, nobody has it. Let it let, let, nobody has that grace. And you leave that grace away. I remember that it was the man you walked out for, the man you 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 you, you, you treat that has that grace. How will you go back? Ask him, how will you go back? So you don't do things based on the present. You don't do things based on present intuitions and, and friction and, and feelings. You do things based on what? Purpose. Purpose. Ah, the, the, see, the, 
that he couldn't get was given to Adam for free. But the person remains was that what he needed to fulfill his destiny. No, it wasn't. God gave him what he needed to fulfill his purpose. Why do he start going for what he doesn't need? Lucifer was not meant to make earth a colony. He didn't need all those because he was not meant to make earth a colony. Adam was meant to make earth a colony. That's why he needed every of that. Funny enough, Lucifer that did not need it was craving for it. Adam that was given to did not know the value for it. He lost it. This life is just, it's just confusing sometimes. <laughs> you don't need it. That is not what you're talking about. He's looking with the sacrosanct things that they don't need. And some that they really need that thing, which is giving to them the truth to me. It's just the whole world thing was a prayer of what we keep seeing and we continue to see. Praise God for more. Alright, so the devil kept looking for it and he began in the garden of Eden where he succeeded and made. And then he made him attempt on Jesus. He succeeded on Eve and he didn't want to end it there. He came again and attempted Jesus. His motives remained the same. He wanted to be like the most high. And since he failed then, he wants to be like the most high to man. Thus, he wants to be man's source of great ideas. He wants to be man's source of help. And he wants to be man's provider. He said that he, he will make his seat above the congregations. He said, above the congregations. And above the stars of heaven. So he still wants to be the most high to man. He still wants to be man's source. He still wants to be man's sustainer. He still wants to be man's source of help. And he does this deceitfully. Is that what he did to him? He brought the beautiful suggestion saying, God knows that the day you eat, you shall be like him. In other words, I'm giving you a good idea to make you intelligent. If this guy has made you dumb, you have to be wise. I want to help you. That's how the devil comes tempting. Why? He wants to be yourself, and if I try to be yourself, he always paints the most high part. He achieved this with Eve, but he failed with Jesus. And he still wants to succeed with us. He has not stopped. He succeeded with him, he failed with Jesus, he wants to succeed with us. So like Jesus, we must not allow him to succeed with us. Yeah. That's his plan. He wants to be our source and our sustainer. He wants to be our El Shaddai, the blessed one. That's what, that's what Lucifer is still fighting for. See, you don't understand what is happening here. Why is it that you see that people that they were destined to be rich, they were not patient enough to become rich, they go and meet Lucifer. And he takes what God has given to them. He tells them how many days of it for a little while, and then you die. Why? That thing they had a taste was what they were meant to enjoy for the rest of their life. Are you getting what I'm saying? But because they were not patient, they couldn't wait for God's time and Lucifer gave them a short-term experience, and then they, they, die, they die at the end of the day. Those that may manage to get born again, we thank God for their life. But many of them don't really, really um, see that opportunity to get born again. It makes us understand that he always wants to be man's source and sustainer. He always wants to be the most high to man. But see, he failed in Jesus. It means he will fail in our time. Because Jesus was at a critical point when the Lucifer, Lucifer, the devil tempted him. He was at a critical point. And let me tell you something. The Bible said there's never come a tradition that is not common to men. But at every time we have we are tempted, the Bible says, from this self-tradition, God will make the way of escape. Yeah. Jesus was tempted at the most critical point of his life. And we will also be tempted at the most critical points of our lives. We will be tempted in points where we like, when it looks like there is no way out. When Jesus was in the was when he finished fasting, there was no tangible physical food around. I believe the only thing 
I was around was stones. <laughs> and imagine looking at stones that you begin to hallucinate bread from them. That was what the, that was what the devil was doing. The devil began to make us hallucinate bread because he was drained, he was famished. And when you are at that point, you can, if you are not careful, you begin to hallucinate. The devil wanted Jesus to hallucinate bread. But when he was trying to make us hallucinate bread, Jesus shook his head and his eyes corrected and said, Man shall not live by bread alone. Let me tell you, the devil has not stopped tempting us at our critical points. Why? Because he's still in a quest to be the most high. He's still striving to be the most high. And our own part here is to ensure that we will never allow him take the glory that belongs to the most high. He did he's not the most high, he could not be the most high, he failed in heaven, he failed with Jesus, he will fail in our time. Child of God, he will fail in our time. When we sing Jehovah, you are the most high, we should not just sing it, we should act it. So when the devil comes with temptations that are, that are pressing, because we are the critical point, we should be able to say no. At this point, I won't allow you I won't allow you to be my source and my sustainer. I won't allow you to be my helper. I won't allow you to be my provider. I won't allow you to be my gyra. Why? Because you cannot be the master. That is the thing. That is the quest of the devil. His quest still remains to be the master in our lives. See, and he's doing it to every Christian. He's not the most high you, but he just he, he, he's giving the opportunity to be the most high in all Christians that he be excited. And then he knows from now on that they can be the most high in his life. So he knows that he can never be the most high. But let me try to be the most high to some individuals. Child of God. He failed in Jesus' name. He will fail in our time. Rise up on your feet tonight. Rise up on your feet tonight. Yahweh is the most high. The devil cannot be the most high. Lucifer cannot be the most high in my life. Diabolus cannot be the most high in my life. He cannot be the most high in my family. He cannot be the most high in my ministry. He cannot be the most high in everything that pertains to me. Somebody's praying, Yahweh, you are not the most high.
watching and listening to this teaching. We invite you to watch and listen to more Pluru teachings by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. You can subscribe and watch our YouTube channel for more videos of these series and other series. Or listen via Grace Life Podcast on Anchor FM. We would like to hear from you via email, if you made the prayer of salvation and would like to share your testimonies from this ministration. Grace to you. Thank you.